0: Hello, and welcome back to the third episode of So You Have IBD. I'm your host, Zoya Acuna, and on today's episode, we welcome two patients, Jackie Forson and Sadie. We will be learning about these patients' experiences with IBD and mental health. Next episode, we'll dive deeper into mental health and its relations with inflammatory bowel disease as I interview a clinical psychologist, Lauren Gent. I hope you enjoy First, I'm here with Jackie. Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, like hobbies, career goals? Yeah, so um, I actually
1: was enrolled as a PhD student at the University of Michigan um, and decided that um, pursuing my PhD um, was not what I wanted to do at the time. Um, And so right now I I mastered out and I'm currently pursuing my career goals in New York City um, in investor relations and corporate affairs at a um, really amazing biotech company um, that is using um, machine learning and machine intelligence to kind of assist with the development of of drugs and looking at things from um, computational chemistry rather than wet lab.
0: That's awesome can you share what your experience has been like living with IBD? Um, And then also just specifying if you have like ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease. Yeah,
1: so um, I was diagnosed with um, ulcerative colitis, uh, moderate to severe um, in 2021. Um, And it was a long time before I was diagnosed. I think it took about six years before I got my diagnosis. Um, it was a really a difficult process of trying to um, meet with doctors and um, to confirm that I had this disease and that it wasn't just a mental health um, disease that that was um, causing all of these issues. So it took a long time. Um, I'm still kind of dealing with with the repercussions in of of not getting a diagnosis for so long. Um, but as of right now, I found the correct set of medications that, um, have kind of helped me to continue my life and to have kind of a normal life. Well, as normal as can be.
0: Mm -hmm. If you feel comfortable sharing, how did you find out you had IBD? What were your initial symptoms? And what was that diagnosis path kind of like? I mean, you touched on it briefly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I started getting some symptoms when I was in college. Um, so when I was an undergraduate, I would have, um, some extreme stomach cramping. Um, I was going to the bathroom eight to 12 times a day. Um, and, um, that played a role in, um, in just all different aspects of my health. So, so I had, um, lots of pain in my joints, um, that I thought was arthritis, but never could confirm because every doctor was, you know, um, never going to diagnose a a 19 year old with, with arthritis. Um, and also had like mental health struggles with that because I just constantly was seeing doctors about my issues. Um, the symptoms got really severe, um, going into my first year of graduate school. I was 21 or 22 at the time, I believe. And I, again, was still having to go to the bathroom eight to 12 times a day. Um, But then kind of December of 2020 and into January 2021, um, I started to notice blood in my stool. And that was kind of a big point of concern for me. Um, And it just kept reoccurring and I, I started feeling really anemic and having issues um, and was told that it was anxiety um, and that it was it was mental health things and I was diagnosed and treated for a bunch of different mental health disorders. Um, and it wasn't until I finally pressured <laughs> um my PCP to, to schedule me with a GI doctor kind of, um, July of 2021, that I was able to have a colonoscopy and they found that it was severe
0: of colitis. Wow. Um, can you talk me through what you've learned about yourself through this experience and like through, obviously you've had a very long, tough diagnosis. So kind of the experience that you've had going through that. Yeah. Um,
1: it's been really hard. Um, I've learned from joining um, various groups on, you know, Facebook or um, just meeting individuals with, with UC and with just IBD that you really have to become your own advocate and you have to become your own doctor. Um, I've gotten really good at pinpointing exactly where you know my pain is when I go into the hospital always actively checking um, my, my my chart or current up-to-date literature so that I can kind of, go to doctor's appointments and and have the most up-to-date information that I've found in case I have questions about different things. Um, I've had to argue for various medications and to try different things. Um, So that's something that I've learned that I've had to become. I don't know if I necessarily had that from the beginning, but um, I guess like resilience and advocacy have been my biggest um, kind of saviors these yeah. last couple of years and trying to like make sure that I'm getting the correct diagnosis that I think I always knew that I would have.
0: And then can you discuss the challenges that you face with IBD? Once again, you kind of already touched on this, but it could be like changes in diet, lifestyle, that quarter mm.
1: thing. Yeah, so kind of like I touched upon, I started facing some of these symptoms back in undergrad um, when I was an undergrad, I was a part of the women's rowing team um, and there were, um, you know, with college athletics, there's some issues that come along with that. Um, there's some pressures that come along with um, um, coaches wanting you to meet a certain weight goal or things of that issue. And I was already struggling with, um, maintaining a certain weight and finding a diet that wouldn't cause my stomach to, to kind of be upset. Um, so, so I struggled in undergrad a lot with, with trying to find something that would work for me. There was many, many, many nights where the only thing that I could keep down was peanut butter and and a banana. Um, and that was always a big concern of mine. Um, and then I, I guess kind of um another thing was is that, you know, being diagnosed so young, um, I was so embarrassed telling my friends that I would have these issues. And so that really played a role in um causing a lot of social problems because I just felt uncomfortable accepting going to parties or hanging with friends. Oh, Hopefully I didn't lose you. Okay. Um, going to parties and hanging out with my friends, that, that was always a concern of mine because I didn't know where the nearest bathroom would be. So I never could accept going on vacations or going on road trips because I had, could not plan when I would need to use the bathroom. Um, and I got to the point where, um, I like had to buy adult diapers and that was the most embarrassing thing of my life. And I just remember crying hysterically on the phone with my mom because I just thought, wow, my life's over. I can't do anything that a normal um, person in their, in their mid twenties can do. Um, so that was kind of the biggest struggle that I faced in the past several years, but it's getting better, but it's still, it's still very uncomfortable to kind of have to deal with that.
0: I don't know if I mentioned but I also have ulcerative colitis and so I was diagnosed mm-hmm. when I was 7 and the diaper oh, story was reminding me of like 3 or 4 years ago my family went on a camping trip and I also mm-hmm. purchased some adult diapers and I didn't know that they would explode when they get water in them and so we oh were going God. on a hike and there was like a lake that we could jump into and so I jumped into the lake and my <laughs> diaper exploded and it was like Ugh one of the most mortifying experiences. So I definitely feel you on that.
1: Yeah, it's
0: horrible. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now delving into more like mental health specific questions. Of course, you've touched on this and it's very applicable to just the entire experience. But um, I know you have seen a correlation between um, mental health and IBD, but have you kind of noticed a pattern um, with symptoms and flare-ups kind of with your mental health if that makes sense
1: yeah it does um definitely stress is is a huge trigger of mine um I I've faced several flares (laughs) um with added stress and so that's something that I have to constantly reassess of okay is this you know um stress related? Is it something else? I think at one point, um, last year, um, I thought it was a stress induced flare and then it came out to be C diff. So it's, it's really difficult sometimes to kind of, um, separate those two things and to figure out if it's a stress induced, um, situation or if it's not, um, And I guess it's it's especially not helpful when your doctors always point to stress and then it gets in your head where you're like oh maybe it is stress and it's all of my it all in my head um which can feel invalidating at times um I guess something that's been really vital for me is is therapy recently um I've been in therapy and have been a therapist you know advocate for for years now and my brother's a therapist but um just knowing that I have people that I can reach out to, um, and to journal my emotions and feelings at the time when I'm feeling sick, um, definitely helps, but yeah, there's no, no way to separate any of these things from each other. So, um, it's been, it's been really difficult, but I'm glad that I found a great group of friends and family therapists and co-workers that kind of have been really understanding about these situations. And when, when I tell them that something's really stressing me out, they're really good at, um, kind of helping me figure out the
0: best accommodations for things. Awesome. I'm happy that you found that kind of path. Um, what is a piece of advice you have for others or just people in general who have been newly diagnosed with IBD?
1: Yeah, uh, I've been thinking about this question. I, I guess the biggest piece of advice is to continue to believe in yourself. Um, you are going to be your biggest advocate for the rest of your life, um, and um, no matter what. Um, doctors tell you, if you believe that there's something wrong and that they're not fully understanding what's happening, um, it's it's completely fine to get second opinions. It's completely fine t- to argue for yourself. Um, something that I think I greatly value is, is my education. Um, and I come from, you know, parents that are immigrants. And so I have family members that don't necessarily have educational background that I do to in order to go into doctor's appointments and advocate for themselves. Um, And I I take that with, you know, immense, I know that comes with immense privilege. Um, So I think, you know, if you do have IBD, I think it's incredibly important to to reach out into advocacy groups. just affections because you know there are people out there that can help you um and continue to support you um no matter your education level just so that you have a fighting chance to kind of get the care that you actually deserve and not just something that your doctors are trying to push on you
0: and lastly is there anything else that you want to share or like speak about it's okay it's not
1: (laughs) (laughs) no um yeah i think I think that um, the biggest thing that I find important, like I've touched upon, is education for me. And um, I think that all universities, um, regardless of the level, um, ha- should have better um, practices in place in order to help individuals with disabilities, um, especially, you know, us with chronic illnesses. We have different challenges and accommodations and needs, and. I think it would be really vital and important for universities to, to kind of have resources for individuals with chronic illnesses so that it's not as difficult as for us um, to continue our education and try to pursue careers that we're interested in um, without feeling like we um, can't do those things because they believe, you know, that we're just gonna hold them back, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for like sharing your experiences and also joining me. Now I'm here with Sadie. Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, like hobbies, interests, kind of whatever comes to mind?
2: Uh, yeah, so um, I'm actually currently a graduate student. I'm studying to get my PhD, um, but in my free time, I enjoy reading and baking and cooking.
0: What's your favorite thing to bake? Mm,
2: That's a good question. Um, I really love everything about fall, and I have a really good pumpkin cookie recipe
0: that I like making. (laughs) That sounds good. Okay, can you share what your experience has been like living with IBD, and then also clarify if you have ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease?
2: Yeah, so I have Crohn's disease. Um, I've had it since I was uh, 10 years old, Um, and so my diagnosis actually came about um, I think in a little bit of an atypical way. Um, so I still continue to have occasionally, but um, in the beginning I did have a lot of oral lesions. Um, and so those were discovered uh, by my dentist and then um, they uh, had me go see my uh, just my pediatrician at the time uh, and they found out I was anemic and did additional testing and found that I had blood in my stool. Um, and then that got me referred to my gastroenterologist and all the testing later. Um, got me to my diagnosis. And so from about being 10 years old to about 13 years old, um, I really struggled to find an effective therapy. I tried pretty much everything from diets to all the different classes of medications available. Um, And since we weren't really keeping my disease under control, um, it did uh, result in me developing a stricture. Um, So when I was 13, I had a bowel resection Um, after that, I was put on Humira and I've been on that, um, ever since. And so I'm 27 now. Um, so it's been quite a long time and I've been really fortunate to have been in remission for the vast majority of that time. Um, had a little bit of, you know, mild symptom breakthrough, you know, every few years or so, but we've been able to change my medication dosage or add just a short dose of steroids to maintain that. Um, so yeah, that's been my, my experience. Wow.
0: Um, I was also, I have ulcerative colitis and I was diagnosed when I was seven and um, I'm also on Humira. And so it's great medicine, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
2: it's been been a godsend for me, for sure.
0: Can you talk me through what you've learned about yourself through this experience?
2: Yeah, I think it's a really interesting question. Um, I think I've learned um, a lot about like how I cope with uncertainty and just like difficult things in life. Um, so I think even be- having been diagnosed at a young age, I was very naturally curious about my diagnosis and wanting to understand like why these things are happening um, and like what was causing my symptoms. And so um, I think that that Curiosity has been helpful in a lot of ways. Um, in, in particular, um, like I feel like as a person with IBD, you often have to be like your own advocate. And so I feel like kind of having a natural response of like, oh, something's going on and I, I want to understand more about it has helped me to kind of face some of the other challenges that have arisen. Um, so I feel like, um, yeah, it's definitely taught me uh, that I'm fairly resilient. Um, as you know, uh, as a person with IBD, a lot of it can be unexpected. Um, so I think, um, watching myself kind of tackle that, um, while still just trying to kind of advocate the best for myself and educate myself the best I can, um, has an empowering aspect to it.
0: Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, can you discuss the challenges that you have faced with IBD, like on a daily, monthly, or yearly basis? Obviously it like always changing, but just kind of things that you've experienced.
2: Yeah. So I think, Um, Fortunately, where I'm at right now, I'm not really having challenges daily, Uh, but on the monthly to yearly scale, especially as someone who's been in remission for a while. so one thing is i have experienced obviously with Crohn's, um people can experience extra intestinal manifestations so like those oral lesions i do have recurring um that's probably some of my worst symptoms in terms of what affects my quality of life um, because they're quite painful um but also since starting humera i've developed psoriasis as well and so that um I can it. I have topical medication that is effective, but it does keep recurring. Um, so that's kind of like the symptom side of things that I have to deal with. Um, I think most of my challenges remain being kind of more emotional um, or like logistical almost. So like emotionally, obviously, having a disease that can kind of crop back up at any time and be, you know, decently debilitating is you know, a stressful thing to live with. And so even being in remission, um, that's still a fear that I have. And especially being on a biologic medication for so long, you know, there are risks of it not working over time. And so those things still concern me to some degree. Also, if I do have, you know, an off day where I do have a symptom or something that might start making me worried, like, is this gonna turn into something more? Um, But that being said, like, obviously, Having had quite a long time where I haven't been de- dealing with like super major complications um, does help quell some of that stress. Um, but yeah, logistically, um, I think like just trying to manage appointments and testing, even while you're relatively well, you know, still having to do a lot of blood work. Um, I personally go in for colonoscopies every other year. Um, and so kind of planning, especially since I'm still a student, like planning time away, um, to take care of those appointments or testing, um, can be a stressor for me. Um, also dealing with insurance companies, um, is a major stressor for me in my life. And even though I've been on Humero for almost 15 years, you know, I've still in the last few months, even run into issues with getting it covered, um, you know, and I've been able to overcome those things, but it it takes a lot of time and a lot of knowing who to talk to um, to get your problems resolved. Um, so, so those challenges, I think some people might not be aware of, uh, but I do think take a toll on us
0: over time. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that. Um, have you felt like IBD has impacted your physical wellness at all? Hmm,
2: that's a good question. Physical wellness. Um, I'd say, Right now, no. Certainly, if I was in in more of a flare where I was having more symptoms, um, it certainly has and led to, you know, I've been anemic at times or, you know, had pretty significant weight loss at different times um, and, made, you know, made just eating difficult in general. So I think in those cases, yes, it has, but fortunately, recently, I don't feel like it, it has too much detriment on me.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I bring that question up because a US- UCSD study showed that approximately 50% of patients report that IBD moderately or significantly impacted their fitness. So it's just interesting to see like how people kind of fall into those categories.
2: Yeah, that's interesting, I hadn't heard that.
0: Um, Now delving into more of a mental health um, focus, have you seen a correlation between your symptoms and flare ups and your mental health and wellness?
2: Uh, Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I kind of mentioned, before, like this, there's always this like stress and fear and anxiety that I feel like I'm dealing with, you know, like, what if, what if I flare, especially if something big in my life is happening, like, it's like, oh, this would be a terrible time to have a flare, right? Um, and I think those fears are a little less or a little more difficult to overcome when I'm actually experiencing symptoms that might suggest, you know, things are things are not going so well. Um, so for me, I think it's mostly at least how I'm interpreting it is like seeing the worsening of symptoms seems to then kind of trigger um, a worse mental health state for me.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can definitely relate. I've noticed that a lot of my flare ups have been during like super stressful times, like if I'm changing schools or like during COVID, that's kind of when I've had my worst times, So I definitely relate to that what coping strategies have you employed to maintain your mental wellness while still dealing with IBD?
2: Yeah, that's also, um, a good question. Um, so I do, um, have a therapist that I see. And so we do, um, discuss aspects of my IBD, um, as part of that. And so that's uh, been a helpful experience. That's something I've only done recently and that I kind of actually really wish I would have done sooner, um. And uh, so that can be helpful. I also just have a really good support network. Um, my family and my husband are very supportive of me and are very knowledgeable at this point about my disease. Um, Cause I do think it can be hard sometimes when looking for someone to talk to, if you have to explain a lot of everything that's going on that um, can kind of be when you're already in a state where you need support can can be a little more difficult. Um, so I'm thankful to have positive supports like that um, as well as Um, kind of what I was mentioning before, I feel like most empowered to take on my disease when I have more knowledge. So kind of sometimes, especially if it's a newer experience or like I'm thinking about changing a medication or something, I personally find different online resources to be really helpful. I really like some of the resources from the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. That's kind of my go-to if I have a question. Um, So I guess sort of coping through uh, gearing up with knowledge Um, to empower myself in that way. And otherwise, just trying to do things, the things that I enjoy, like my hobbies, um, when I can, just to kind of distract from it.
0: And you sort of started to delve into this a little bit, but what's a piece of advice you have for others who were newly diagnosed with IBD?
2: Yeah, so um, definitely just educating yourself the most that you can. Um, Again, I really like the Foundation. There's a lot of other really great resources out there. Um, I, because I think that's really imperative to be your best advocate. And I think most of us do end up with multidisciplinary care teams. Um, And so you kind of are your own liaison between those different healthcare providers um, that are going to be helping you out. And I think that, you know, some of the, for me anyways, that alleviates some of the uncertainty that we deal with by knowing that you know, I can at least um, not be in con- not necessarily always control my disease, but I can be as like equipped as I can and aware as I as I can of different options. Um, and I also think finding a community can be helpful. Um, so I do also know a few other people with IBD um, that I know are always like a resource to um, to reach out to. And I know there's different. Um, I haven't participated in them specifically. I've just sort of like serendipitously met different people throughout my life but i know there are like support groups and more formal options too and i feel like if you were more newly diagnosed that could particularly be a, a good resource
0: definitely well that is all the questions i have so thank you so much for joining and sharing your experience yeah
2: no problem happy to do it thanks for doing the project i think it's a it's a really cool thing to work on
0: thank you